This is your host, Mary Swafield, and welcome to the Wedpreneur Podcast. Join me and my guests each week as I take a deep dive into wedding business best practices, examine challenges facing our industry, and interview wedding industry experts and thought leaders who will share their strategies for taking your wedding business to the next level. Whether you're new in the industry or a seasoned pro, each episode is filled with valuable information aimed to help you build and grow the wedding business that you are dreaming about. I'm ready if you are, so let's get started. Hey, hey, Wedpreneurs. Thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to episode 25. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about industry conferences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, actually, we're only going to really focus on the good today. I'm going to be sharing my tips for getting the most out of a conference, and we're also going to talk about how to know which conference is a good fit. Before we get started, though, how many of you guys are on Pinterest? My guess is almost all of you, but how many of you are actually using Pinterest to get clients? I've recently started focusing more on my Pinterest game, and in just a few short weeks, I've seen a huge difference. I will be sharing my exact tips in a future podcast, but I wanted to help you get started right now. One of the most effective and easiest ways I found to start increasing my visibility and traffic on Pinterest is to use group boards. Did you know that the Wedpreneur has several group boards that you can join? If you're interested in joining our board, simply head to thewedpreneur.com slash Pinterest and fill out the form. It just takes a few seconds. And one more quick reminder, registration for the Wedding Planner Intensive Group Coaching Program is closing on February 20th, which is just a few weeks from now. So if if you haven't grabbed your spot yet, head on over to thewebpreneur.com slash intensive and get signed up. Now let's dive into today's topic. Two of the most common questions I get asked by wedding pros are, are conferences worth it and which one should I attend? I'm going to start out by saying yes, most conferences are absolutely worth it. They are an excellent opportunity to meet new people and you can learn a ton from the education portion. They can also be really inspiring depending on what conference you're attending. Some conferences offer numerous events as part of the conference itself, and I find that one of the best ways to be inspired is by attending other events. However, here's my caveat. You will get out of the conference what you put into the conference. More on that later. Now, as far as which conference is the best one for you, you're going to need to do a little research here. There are more options than ever, from small, intimate conferences to large, more established ones. I believe that there is value in both, but it really depends what you're looking to get out of it. So over the last few months, I've attended two in particular. I've attended Wedding MBA in Las Vegas and the special event in San Diego. Both are large conferences, which is actually my personal preference. I find I get a bigger bang for my buck at larger, diverse conferences. I attended one as just an attendee, and I attended one as a speaker. I've been attending conferences since, mm, I would say about my second year in business because I've experienced tremendous value from them. I keep making them a priority and budgeting for them every single year. And so now after so many years of attending, I've made some amazing friendships with industry professionals all over the world. Shout out to those of you who are listening. And it's truly amazing to have the opportunity to reunite in person every single year. Okay. Now, before you choose your conference, there are a few things to take into consideration. First of all, the time of year. So 
in our industry, this is kind of a big one because you have to ask yourself, can you actually get away from your business at that time? I really struggle to attend any conferences that are held during the summer months, which are, of course, the busiest months of the year for me. So when I'm looking at for conferences, I always check to see which ones are being held sort of during my off season. Now, occasionally I will make it a priority to attend uh, a conference even during my busy season if I really feel that there's tremendous value there. The second thing to take into consideration is the location. Is this conference held somewhere that you want to go? Is it easy to get to? I'll admit I love to travel. And so I'll pretty much go anywhere from the smallest of towns to exotic tropical locations. But if the conference is somewhere warm, you can bet it's actually going to be higher on my list. But that's just me. You may look at options like how easy it is to get to and from that location, how expensive the flights are, and so on. That's up to you. The third consideration, of course, is cost. This one almost goes without saying. Now, obviously, you're going to want to take cost into consideration, but I don't want you to fall into the cheaper is better trap because we all know, especially in our industry, that that is not always the case. I personally look for maximum value for my investment. How many days does the conference last? What's included with my conference pass? what What caliber are their speakers? Are they unknown people that I don't know anything about? Or are they really well-known speakers talking about things that are really important to my business? These are all really important questions to ask. The final thing to take into consideration is the reliability. How long has that conference been operational? I have heard far too many horror stories from people that registered for conferences only to find out that the conference ended up being canceled or they attended only to find out that it was a really low quality event. I fully support new conferences, but I will typically wait until it's been offered two or three times before I take the chance and attend. Essentially, I basically just want to give them the time to work out the kinks before I'm going to invest my money in attending. Okay, so now that we've touched on things to consider when choosing a conference, I'm going to share my five tips for getting the most out of your conference. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Number one. Review the available sessions ahead of time and make a list of those that you think you'd like to attend. Especially for larger conferences, there are typically multiple days of sessions and events and multiple sessions happening at the same time, sometimes as many as five or six. So what I like to do is visit the conference's website or download the app if there is one and look for the sessions that specifically address one or more of the areas that I'm experiencing challenges in in my business. This is really important. All too often, we're attracted to the more glamorous sessions, but it's really more important that you prioritize the areas in your business that may be weaker than others. Yes, I know this may mean that you have to skip that design trends session to attend one on preparing for tax season, but you'll get more out of the conference this way, I promise. Now, once you've identified those need to attend sessions, then you can choose your want to attend sessions. This way you can balance your conference experience between the sessions you need and the sessions you want. It's also really helpful to have a plan B for each time slot. Okay. I'll be honest here. There have been times that I've attended a session only to discover in the first few minutes that it's not specifically what I was expecting. And I've quietly left the session and went to my plan B session. Now, 
This isn't necessarily a practice I recommend. I always feel really guilty leaving any session. And as a speaker, I can tell you that it can sometimes be a little distracting when people get up and leave while you're speaking. But I also realize that I have limited time and I've invested a lot of money to attend. So when I do leave a session, which is rare, I try and do so really respectfully by leaving quietly. I've also made it a habit to sit on the aisle and close to the door, which makes leaving a little bit easier. Okay, tip number two. Identify any speakers that are presenting that you'd like to connect with. So I have found that this is a really valuable strategy for me. Often, this is a once in a lifetime chance to meet some of your industry idols in person. Because I know from experience as a speaker how busy conferences can be, I personally will usually try to reach out to any speakers that I'd like to meet ahead of the conference to see if there's a possibility of maybe booking a one-on-one coaching session or at the very least sitting down for a coffee together during the conference. It's not always possible, but usually they will find time to chat with you for a few moments or answer your questions during the session. As a speaker, I really enjoy the opportunity to meet new industry professionals and learn more about their businesses. Okay, tip number three, plan to attend as many of the sessions and events as possible. You guys, this is super important, and it's where I see a lot of people miss out on the value of their conference. I know it can be really expensive, it can be overwhelming, and it is a little bit exhausting, but it's really the easiest way to get the most out of the conference. I find it particularly valuable to attend all of the networking and special events, things like opening night, the awards galas, closing night parties, and so on. It's such a great opportunity to see what the latest event trends are and to build upon the connections that you've been making throughout the conference. Not to mention, they are a lot of fun. It is a chance to dress up and enjoy some amazing entertainment, food, and of course, my personal favorite, the cocktails. Okay, tip number four, pack wisely. Okay, truth time here. I am terrible at packing for anything. Just ask Jules, my boyfriend. He will tell you I am the worst at this. I either overthink it or I pack at the very last possible moment and end up forgetting everything important. So I've actually had to create a conference packing list on my phone, confession time here, to make sure that I don't forget important things. It's taken me a while, but now I know some of the must-haves. Comfortable shoes, that's a must-have. Some of the conference or convention centers are huge, and they require a lot of walking. An outfit for every occasion, that's another must-have. I usually try to pack a combination of casual clothes, business clothing, and of course, cocktail attire. And of course, be sure to check the weather before you go so that you can select your uh, outfits appropriately. Trust me on this one. That's something that I have made the mistake of forgetting to do in the past and been stuck with no jacket in the middle of a snowstorm. Huge mistake. Okay, another thing I've forgotten in the past, and this one is so embarrassing, are business cards. You'll definitely want to have a way to exchange your information with some of the amazing people that you meet, so these are definitely a must-have. Finally, I recommend packing some notebooks and pens. I'm always so incredibly inspired at these conferences, so I'd like to be sure that I'm taking a lot of notes both during the sessions and when I get back to my room at the end of the day. Otherwise, there's a good chance I'll forget some important information that I've learned until I get uh, by the time I get home. Now, I personally don't like to have to lug around my laptop from session to session, and sometimes at these conferences, 
conferences you leave at like seven in the morning to go and you don't get back until like 6 30 or 7 and for me I just don't like having to lug around a heavy laptop for that entire time so I like to bring small notebooks where I can easily capture all of the information okay tip number five take the time to provide feedback to the conference producers. This is extremely important and often overlooked. Most conference producers care deeply about improving the quality of their events just like we do. So if you're sent a survey to fill out after the conference, give yourself 15 minutes or so and fill it out really thoughtfully. Many conferences will even provide you with an opportunity to fill out session feedback, for example, immediately after each session, especially if there's a conference app. This this is quite common if there is an app. So as a speaker myself, I I can't tell you how important it is both to the conference producer who wants to know which speakers really resonated so they can invite them back and to the speakers themselves. I absolutely want to know if my audience enjoyed my session and how I can continue to improve my presentations. It's really important. So a little tip here though, be sure to share what you enjoyed as well as what you would like to see change. As we all know, it can be kind of demoralizing to read only negative feedback or even constructive criticism. It's just as important to learn what went well as what needed improvement. Okay, so those are my five tips, but I have a few bonus tips to throw in here because I'm thinking of them literally at the top of my head here. So I want you to think about taking lots and lots of photos and sharing them on your social media while you're there and also when you get home. Your current and potential clients will actually be impressed that you're taking the time to focus on your professional development. And okay, something I've tried this year that I really enjoyed as well is look into staying at an Airbnb close to the convention center instead of staying at the preferred hotels. So I had the pleasure recently when I was in San Diego at the special event of staying with some of my recent podcast guests. And not only was it way more affordable, but we had a lot of fun. All right, you guys, there you have it. My five tips for getting the most out of of an industry conference. I'm going to recap these for you really quick. So number one, review the available sessions ahead of time and make a list of those that you think you'd like to attend. Number two, identify any speakers that are presenting that you'd like to connect with. Number three, plan to attend as many of the sessions and events as possible. Number four, don't be like Mary. Make sure you pack wisely. (laughs) Number five, take the time to provide feedback to the conference producers and speakers. All right. I hope you guys found this episode informative. And hey, if you're planning on attending an industry conference anytime soon, reach out to me and see if I'm planning on attending. I would love to connect with each and every one of you. That's it for today. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Wedpreneur Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to all of my listeners and would like to take a moment to invite you to keep the conversation going. Head on over to my free online community at thewedpreneur.com forward slash join. If you enjoyed this episode, help us spread the word by leaving us an honest review on iTunes. I appreciate each and every one of you and welcome your feedback. Until next time.